but it's also so, really fun. Is that because you're Catholic? Just gotta, just gotta self-flagellate with with your free time. Just punish yourself with pleasure. Let me get back to you on that. Hello and welcome to The Answers 11, the smartest icebreakers from the dumbest dudes. I am today with your god of odd, Connor. Just another blessed day above the ground. This is my energy today. I'm very grateful. I'm feeling a lot of harmony and I'm just happy to be around. And I am your host, Evan. All right, cool. What about you, Evan? What's your energy today? Are you are you coming I... in with uh, with a lot of harmony? I ate potato chips, not potato chips. I ate tortilla chips that killed a teenager in Massachusetts. You need to explain what you just said. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, I was, I was hungry today. Um, and I was like, I really want some munchy crunchy nonsense. And I'm like, I also want to seek justice for a murdered teen in Massachusetts. No, no, no. This was after, this was after I ate, ate the tortilla chips. Um, so I was just like, I just really want something crunchy and we don't really have snacks in the apartment anymore hmm. uh, because I have been trying to eat healthier. So I'm like doing less of the snacky stuff. I tend to eat meals and protein bars cause I am gross. Um, and I didn't want to open a bag of wavy lays cause technically those are Leah and I just would have, you know, finished all of them. And that would have been horrible to her. So I was like, what do I have in my cupboard that I hide behind all of the other stuff that I don't want to be eating? So it's like, it's it's increasing that uh, activation energy needed to get to it. So I'm like stopping myself from snacking. Huh. So I go in there and I'm like, oh, cool. So I got these uh, Pocky uh, ghost pepper tortilla chips. Uh, they are actually right behind me. Wait, wait, they're Pocky tortilla chips? Oh, that okay. I thought you were talking about the uh, the weeb snack. Uh, oh, Pocky. No, no, no. Uh, Pocky, like Spanish, not mm. not weeb, not the language weeb. <laughs> uh, but I I was like, oh yeah, those those ghost pepper chips were really really good. So I snacked on them. I had a couple, and I had so many. I'm like, oh, I kind of want to throw up. So I drank a ton of water, <laughs> and I was like, oh man, I still really want to throw up. I got to stop mm. eating these. So I threw them across the bed onto Leah's uh, nightstand where I cannot reach them because, again, I would have to roll over to get them, and that's that's not how you lounge. So I come back in here to be doing podcast stuff and Leah walks in. And she's like, Hey, you know, these chips killed a kid in Massachusetts, right? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? What? What? So we looked it up. It's not the chips that I were eating. They have um, a specific challenge chip called the one chip challenge. Oh yeah. No, I've heard yeah. of that. Yeah. So it's apparently ooh, something that's been going around the internet where it's like, you have the one chip that's like stupidly hot and you're not supposed to eat or drink anything for as long as, as you can. It's like, you're just trying to kill people. Yeah. That's how you murder folks for sure. Yeah, For sure. A challenge that, I mean like the hunger strike, the challenge. Yeah. So if you're like, okay, here's a challenge. 
have one one tortilla chip and if you want to win don't eat for 47 days longer than jesus in the desert do you think you're better than jesus i sure hope you don't because that's sin yeah like at that point if the devil is tempting you it would be helpful like dude just just let it let it go yeah, right. talk about the lamest temptations. Like, hey, you want to not eat? It's like, hey, aren't you supposed to like tempt me with babes and money? Yeah, hell's hell doesn't have a good budget. Like, COVID affected us too, man. COVID's COVID's got an, a, a chunk out of hell for sure. There, there like, were no PP. There were no PP uh, P loans for for demons after all the billionaires took it. <laughs> we're so proud of them, but also fuck those guys. Here's the thing. Smoke bomb. Most important first question of the day. How you been, Connor? Ah, <laughs> the perfect segue. Uh, I've been doing all right. It's uh, like doing some home renovation stuff because we're selling this house uh, mm-hmm. somehow. I mean, it's a seller's market at least. That's what they say. I think. I don't know. Uh, oh, no, tr- trust me. Trust me. Leah gets real existential every time she decides to open up Zillow or homes.com or anything that shows the cost of owning your own property. And then, and then the night's just gone. It's, it's just over. There's, there is nothing left. So yeah, Evan, no, it's, I, I try, I can assure you 103,000%. It is a seller's market. Evan, Evan, come out of, we gotta I, leave I, it behind. We Connor, gotta leave it behind. Connor. We we are leaving behind. We're just bull, we're just bulling through it. You just need to stop focusing on it. See, I'm just bringing it to light. You're the one who's hanging on it. You need to die on the inside like I did. All right. You read Johnny the Homicidal Maniac as young as I did. I don't yeah. know what your excuse is. You are a practicing Catholic. Like you like emo music. Like uh, what? You didn't have friends in high school either. That's why we united. Like That's true. why aren't why aren't why aren't you like me? Uh, I wish I could tell you. I have the same uh, same mystified perception of why I'm not so miserable as I do about how I wound up owning a house. Uh, but the well, answer to your both, wife, and that might that's oh, the answer to both of those questions, perhaps. <laughs> well, your wife is delightful. Hooray! She's, Hi, she's Alita. Gonna, yeah, she's out there uh, <laughs> being concerned about my my recent proclivity to just spend hours at a time inside a closet. <laughs> I mean, we always knew that I was a bad influence on you. I just, we just didn't know how bad. Yeah. Well, here we are. Anyway, uh, yeah. The home renovation, always a weird mixture of frustrating and satisfying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, prepping, prepping to, to boot this one out into the buyer and move on with my life. Move into Portland, which is pretty exciting. New job has cool. been really good so far. That's been, oh, yes. That's been I, good stuff. I, I, yeah um how how has been acclimating to adulthood and so are you actually like seeing um like are they called patients clients children's how how does one refer to them uh you probably go client most people i like client anyway uh it feels less like i might give somebody a cancer diagnosis Mm -hmm. uh which for patient anyway so yeah Yeah. i go client and no i haven't we the we've got a nice long orientation time which is yep. great. It's going to be a three-week orientation process. We're just cool. done with week one. Nice. Yeah. I like that. And I guess the the last thing is, so ha- have you done anything with downtime? Any fun, I don't know, food, game, beer, uh, watching the side of the road stories? I don't know. We have gotten into the city a bit. 
Have we done right. anything really notable? Got ramen and went to breweries. Okay. Kinda, you know. Cool. Nothing, nothing that really stands out. Sounds like millennial adulthood to me. Yeah, a lot of it is just like touring neighborhoods uh, and then like grabbing a bite to eat or oh, filling right. myself with artisanal poison at a brewery. Yes, because you're like actively looking for some place to live. I understand. Yep. I, for some reason, thought you had a house locked or apartment locked down, but <laughs> silly no, me. Sir. No, no, sir. No, 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 no. You're no talking, I, I totally get that. You're talking to the guy who was moving to Minneapolis with my little sister uh, and had a full U-Haul truck before we knew where we were going to live. Yep. Okay. Cool. Fair play. <clears throat> How are you? Excuse doing? me. Uh, dude, I just got to say COVID sucks. Uh, big, big thumbs down on the ongoing pandemic. So, um, I think I've told you that I caught the big Covido. Oh yes, and uh, I I got through it pretty quickly, which was really quite dope. But unfortunately, this time around, because this is this is Redux for me, um, the second time around has been the recovery has sucked because I ha- have been dealing with some I don't know after effects repercussions. I've been referring to it as the COVID hangover. Hmm. because it's just i'm just tired all the time i get so sleepy during the middle of the day um just so much of my energy goes to existing and then i'm just like i got nothing left in me i i really want to i do actually want to focus on work whether that's my actual job i'll let my employers decide for themselves (laughs) uh man work jokes but i'm really desirable to i want to do something i've got energy and then i'm kind of dogged by 1 p.m it's like what the heck am i doing man so i tried doing some exercise today and i got winded so quick and i just had to call it it just things weren't meshing the way that they're supposed to and it was it was a real bummer because i'm finding that my body does not like inactivity uh i've been pretty good with like feeling in my skins uh, as far as when I'm actually exercising and doing stuff, but mm. when it came to like taking the past couple of weeks off and then trying to do something today, my lower back just started acting up and I'm just frustrated by that. Uh, no, that blows. And you know what? That's, that's what happens when the little bugs eat your, your lungarinos. Yeah. It's not good. Uh, my shrink said that COVID could actually give you depression because it crosses the blood blood brain barrier and it's not a permanent depression it's not like it unlocks it in you but you just have it for a time and that's definitely been going through this apartment with leah's version too so Hmm. stinky but other than that uh things have actually been pretty well have no real complaints other than just the tired because it's it's just it's just annoying more than anything which i'm grateful about you know knocking on some wood yeah you could be dead so I have uh, really done nothing other than just kind of like messing around with the podcast, uh, trying to get other things finished so we can launch it out into the ether. We are so close, even though this is going to be coming out after it's already been launched. So what time is real? We did record this today, listeners. Thank you to listeners. <laughs> Here we go. So, yeah, no, a uh, little peek behind the curtain, listeners. Uh, in the podcast business, the forward momentum of time also applies. And podcasts are recorded before you the listener hear them 
Did you know Except that? for ours, which is why you need to keep listening, because this is a message beamed directly into your ear holes as it's being created. <laughs> this, this, this is the one. This is the only one. Others may say that they do that, but they're lying. We have the technology. We can rebuild it better. We have the ultimate podcast. Yes, uh, there are photons involved, but I'm not going to tell you which ones. Tune in next week. But uh, da da. Uh, but other. What else have I been doing? Um, nothing really. Just kind of hanging around. Um, catching up with Mike, which is cool because uh, I love that kid. Nice. And um, I guess I played VTuber Survivors, which is a thing. What is that? So you know the video game Vampire Survivors. I don't. Oh, really? Really? That's actually for the best. It would eat up all of your time the way your brain works. Oh, no. Oh, it's a roguelike. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. So it's a roguelike that's... It's basically a bullet hell of enemies, and you get items that you know let you do new attacks and strengthen your attacks and just oh. destroy just wave after wave after wave after wave after wave of monster and the goal is to last a certain amount of time and so vampire survivors took the video game scene by storm i think in either end of 21 or 22 i can't remember because times of fiction hmm. And uh, I was just watching some streamer on Twitch, and uh, she played Hollow Cure, which is apparently VTuber is um, basically like an anime character that l people persona as and then play video games as. And there's a whole company out of Japan called Hollow Live, and they're like schoolgirls or something. I don't really know. I just know that the shark one, I think her design is cute. Um, so there huh. was a free, it was a free vampire survivors like game. And I was like, all right, I'll give that a shot. Let me give it, give it a go. And then I've already sunk four hours into it. And I went, oh no, oh no, I need to stop this, but it's free. I've been, uh, yeah, no, that's, uh, roguelikes eat my brain the way COVID eats people's lungs. I, uh, I just don't don't have the ability to not do them yeah can i tell you the worst part that's going to sell it on you yeah i guess i mean like you telling me things if i start you know putting a block on it now i mean what kind of podcast do we have at that point yeah so the movement feels like enter the gungeon minus the dodge roll oh, but i love enter the enter yeah. the gungeon is maybe my favorite roguelike of all friggin time i think it might be mine too it's so i was actually thinking uh one of these days if we ever were to get popular enough to i don't know do a charity thing or i don't know need to give um bonuses to people for whatever reason i think a really fun one especially with how fast you would destroy me is to do a race where we do start up a new file of enter the gungeon and see who can beat the the end boss first i think that'd be a, a real cool stream and i think you would smoke me <laughs> have you I, I guess i'm not sure how much of enter the gungeon you ever actually accomplished uh, uh i played it i played it a lot and then over COVID, i said i'm going to go beat that level five and then I beat level five after many attempts as a mercenary. And then the next three attempts in a row, I beat 
the final thing as all of the other main characters. Yeah, you know, you, you never really notice what it is that you learn, but you definitely hit points where you're just like, it, oh, that's not a problem anymore. Yeah, it it was it was so weird because I was having such trouble in the forge, and then that one moment, it just all clicked, and I just I swept the gungeon, and it's just like, oh, I've done the game, and I was like, do I want to do the bonus characters or do I want to go play a hat in time? And I wanted to play a hat in time, so I played a hat Fair in time. Enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Unlocking the really good guns helps a lot, too. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't have that problem with uh, overindulging in video games right now because I've been mm-hmm. playing Fear and Hunger 2, a game Ooh. which doesn't want you to play it. Yeah, I, I actually watched uh, Super Eyepatch Wolf's charity stream on that, and it looks painful. It and is. he had all of the dongs censored, so I bet it's even more painful. Even Even without the dongs? It's difficult, but with the dongs, it's almost unbearable. Okay. But it's also so, really fun. Is that because you're Catholic? Just gotta, just gotta self-flagellate with with your free time. Just punish yourself with pleasure. Let me get back to you on that. That was way too long of a pause, Connor. I'm leaving that entire pause in. <laughs> Not the whole pause. The whole pause. I'm not no. editing it out. I have. Oh. I. I am the god of this this concurrent <laughs> podcast world. I say what lives and dies. Oh my! <laughs> I said more with that pause than I could have said with a year of monologue. Uh, and I think what I should say right now is number. I don't know. I can't speaking read. Of, speaking of a real filibuster oh, of a pause. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, sorry. It's because I'm bad at reading. <laughs> have I told you that I'm illiterate? Because I have. Because I am. Oh, uh, very exciting point for Evan and maybe Evan alone. Maybe Connor. Who knows? But we have 100 questions. Yeah. We can use a full D100 now. And I'm so freaking excited. And the crazy thing, Connor. It, oh, no. It's it's different. It's different now. Oh. oh I misread what? it. What's happening? It's, if anybody I, who's listening to this right now is thinking, is there something visual happening that I'm missing out on? No, there isn't. I am no. just as confused as you are. So I looked at the dice and I saw 69 and I was like, no, that's wrong. It's 96. And I looked at it again. And I said, no, God damn it. It's 99. <laughs> oh, that's, I'm just, I'm that's so a, bad. That's a really, really new one. It would, I just, my brain was not doing well. <laughs> my brain was just not numbering tonight. It is it is eight thirty at night, and it said, "Go to bed, dude. Why are you talking to one of your closest friends for the enjoyment of you and two other listeners?" All right, enough of the bullshit. What's your favorite video game OST, Connor? Yeah, so uh, this is a tough question for me. Because okay. I have also been on the internet and seen that one thing that goes around where people say you should listen to video games when you're doing your homework because it's oh. been designed to keep your attention. Big okay. brain moment. Yep. Uh, and so I've I have dabbled in quite a few OSTs. Okay. I think probably because of that and because I, I have spent more time listening to soundtracks that grab my attention enough to keep me doing something else i think Mm -hmm. my favorite soundtrack is for banjo kazooie 
Okay, as somebody who has never played Banjo Kazooie, I would like to. I have the the ROM. I mean, I have a legitimate copy of it to play someday, uh, ready and waiting for me. What's the appeal? What's it like? Please teach me, oh great banjo man. Well, uh, like sound effects, are, I think, are more of a thing in banjo kazooie than even usual. Okay. And that's because the dialogue that comes through no one actually says anything but each character has like three or four different noises that their face <laughs> makes when they're speaking and you just have to read <laughs> okay and in so the very... so so they kind of talk like yeah. kind of thing yeah. okay yeah almost almost sims like but it's i've never played the sims so sorry you are barking up the wrong tree bud you know what? That's probably listener number eight's like, oh, yeah, okay, I got you. But we only got two listeners. We don't, Evan. We have more listeners than that by now. You you don't remember. This is episode seven, and we okay. have been experiencing a meteoric rise in listenership. Dope. Thanks, gang. I will f- eternally be referring to you as two listeners, so <laughs> figure out. this. I know this is beamed concurrently to your ears, but only two people can be listening to it at a time. If another person tries, got to figure out between the three of you. Maybe, maybe one of you's got to take a break. Maybe you got to kill another take person. Turns. I don't know. That's that's on you. This I am I am Punch's pilot, washed hands of this experience. Everybody. But you need to figure it out. And I swear to God, I will quit podcasting if there's more than two people listening yeah. as we beam this out in real time. Yeah, the the technology can't keep up with that. We might be able to get it directly into your brainstem, but we can't do it more than twice at a time. <laughs> in your brainstem through your ears through headphones through a podcast app <laughs> direct <laughs> direct it's borderline magic how strong this science is uh anyway uh and so the sound effects and, and banjo kazooie they've got to be especially tight because yep. every time you pick up a new item it introduces itself to you making that I don't know same if that's... noise two or three yep. or four times in a row okay is that cute or creepy it's cute okay it's cute i'm sold go on uh and they've all got two boggly eyes to let you know that they're sentient okay i have played ukulele so i have seen the googly eyes so there you go uh and so all those noises get incorporated into the soundtrack in -hmm. a lot of different ways or at least it seems that way like it's all it's all just a very cohesive sonic experience that's really cool and what's especially good about banjo kazooie and something that yes. i i don't i haven't recognized anywhere outside of that franchise mm-hmm. is the music changes in different parts of the map that you're at oh okay go on that sounds really cool i like a little bit of dynamism so it's sort of like when you first get into any particular area like any any world it's like a very full orchestral kind of soundtrack and then Mm -hmm. depending on where you go it'll pare down to let you know like this is creepy or something sad is happening it'll like slow the soundtrack and drop a couple of instruments okay uh and it in different areas of the map it'll pick up different instruments or like you'll go over to the the villain and instead of being like da 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 be like da 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 and so it's got it's yep. got the the same verve to it but it it, okay. it swaps that's really cool i really like that a lot there is an especially cogent moment in the first game where you learn how to fly 
Yes. And in the first map that you go to, when you get high enough up, you yes. can either fly up there or you've got to go into a cave to like go up the mountain. But when you sure. get up at a certain point, it's a bear. It's a bear elevator. Yeah. 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 Y you get it. You get it. Yeah. It's like you have played this game. I, I, I think I've watched like a sizable amount of video, uh, videos that reference Banjo-Kazooie. So that might be why I have this in my brain. Sorry for cutting you off. Please continue. It's, that's all right. It's one of the great collectathons. I'm not surprised that you haven't, that you've, uh, you've picked up a couple things, but when you get I... high up enough on the map, the soundtrack drops entirely and you just hear oh. like uh, some bird song. That's so fucking cool. It just, it makes you feel so high up. Yep. Oh, that's brilliant. That's such good game design. I love that. It's really good. And then, yeah, you get down closer to the, to the sea level and it, it like picks up again and you're like, oh, I'm back to where I would be able to hear the noises and things. Yep. Oh, that's really cool. It's that's really cool. Good. I think that's a very good decision. Yeah. So... Uh, Banjo-Kazooie for me. What about you? Okay, cool. I've got a lot to say on this, so I'm sorry, but I want to uh, go into some stuff that you talked about before I get into mine. So, um, other soundtracks that have dynamism, at least is what I'm going to be referring to it as, um, that you can check out if you would like. Here's more fucking music homework, Connor. I don't know why all I do is give you songs to listen to. Dude, is is this, this is Evan Recommends Connor a Song, the podcast? <laughs> do we need to rename ourselves for the fourth time on episode seven by god we do not we we can't we've already we've already not paid our graphic designer <laughs> enough money yet for the and first like, round yeah we're all we're already broke and i'm so lucky that she's a very good friend and we'll be getting money but god damn we cannot we cannot put this through her put her through this again uh, yeah uh, uh uh but, yeah and we we definitely can't make it uh evan recommends connor a song because i'm so bad at following up on the recommendations oh my gosh i would i would kick you off and just have another person person just call themselves connor just like leah talking in a deep voice then again i don't think she'd listen to the music either so fuck me uh but the dynamic kind of music thing uh if you want to check out a couple others that do it uh so super giant games they make bastion and Pyre and Transistor and oh a little gem called Hades Ooh, I don't know if you've heard of this development studio before they're very popular for very good reason okay hang on cat break we need to put in music here because it's cat break I gotta let Salem out of the place <laughs> Is there a formally established we are experiencing technical difficulties of like, you know, a banana that's holding two wires together or but but for a podcast instead? I don't know, but I do think I need to make some like silly techno music that's cat break now. <laughs> so we'll see we'll see what I do. Uh but Super Giant Games, uh Darren Korb is the composer. There's actually a uh podcast called I don't remember what Mike recommended it to me, but the he uh, the host talks to composers of um, like video game soundtracks and it's like, hey, what went into this? So he talked about Bastion, which is one of the soundtracks that I really like and one that I've listened to on many an occasion. Uh, a lot of the samples are familiar to the uh, Taz the first arc and Taz when they're in the Western place, the 11th hour, that soundtrack, 
a lot of it sounds like Bastion, so it's kind of neat for you. Hmm. But in the game Pyre, depending on what characters you get in your caravan and who you're talking to and whether they're alive or dead, will play their instrument in the background. And like it has all these different arrangements with and without certain instruments in it. Oh, that's cool. Another game that does it is called Them's Fightin' Herds, which is kind of derogatorily referred to as the pony fighting game. <laughs> yes, the lady who made the My Little Pony art style, she drew all the all the characters because Hasbro was like, hey, you need to stop making this, this My Little Pony fighting game because fuck you, we're Hasbro. So she's just like, hey, here's some characters if you want to use them under the sly, because that was really cool. But nice. what they do in those fighting game, in that fighting game, the stages, depending on the stage you're on and the two characters that are fighting, whoever, like each character has like a different motif or emphasis hmm. that will be in the soundtrack. And if they are winning, their sound will become louder in the background to oh, denote their victory. It's a really, really solid fighting game. If you, uh, I guess, can get past the aesthetics, it's really solid. Uh, it's a bit too kind of mashy, not mashy, but like combo heavy for me. My brain doesn't work for it in that kind of way. I am a street fighter, rock, paper, scissors kind of boy. But highly recommend it. I think it's pretty cheap, and they have a goat called Shanty that is so freaking cool. But those are two soundtracks that are really cool for kind of dynamic stuff. Uh, Wait a second. As, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before we move yep. on. It's a goat in a pony fighting game? No, they're, called, they're ungulates, which are four-legged uh, kind of creatures so there there's a cow there's an alpaca there's a dragon thing there's a caribou gotta get the giraffe in there somewhere maybe uh yeah there's a there's a bunch there's a a sheep it's it's really neat i i recommend checking it out and i know all i know about my little pony and this stuff is what our graphic designer tells me (laughs) so i've played it i've had fun uh any more questions about that before I keep talking about music? Because nope, nope. Just needed a goat. Just needed a goat explained. Cool. I just uh, I know I'm a little Evan heavy on this section, and I don't want to be rude <laughs> to my God of Odd. You can't be. You can't be. I don't have any sense of of politeness or really social convention whatsoever. So it's impossible right. to be rude to me. Word. I will keep blathering about music. Unfortunately, that's one of the things I'm passionate about. Uh, other video game soundtracks that are really, really cool. Uh, as mentioned, Bastion's really strong. That's one that I've listened to on many an occasion. Uh, I really like Ape Escape from PS1 because <laughs> it's just straight fucking drum and bass, which is super fun. Uh, there's a game called Neon White that I'm looking into getting. Uh, it is Breakcore, which is a new genre that I've never heard about before. Is, but it is, is Neon White the one with the, uh, the demon masks? Yeah. Yeah. It is a first-person parkour shooter platformer. It's it's freaking dope. It's so cool, and the music is great. Uh, so that one's really strong. I'm actually thinking about buying that. I have to say... 
this might be the actual number one, but it is taking it is taking second place honor honorary honorary spot. Guilty Gear Strive because it's it is just a fucking rock album. <laughs> is <laughs> it's such a good OST. I love the meme that uh, Daisuke uh, put put out a new album with it, with a bonus video game attached to it. Cool so stuff. Oh, it's, hey, it's, uh, yeah. I, I need to put a pause on you for a second because you you edit this podcast, right? You're you're reasonably competent. Uh, I would argue that, but remember, I can if you say bad things to me, I can just fucking leave you, <laughs> this in and spite you. So. Uh, tread lightly there boy <laughs> uh, no not where i'm going with this uh disclaimer connor yes. and evan totally forgot to explain that ost stands for original soundtrack i'm pretty sure and that's what we are about to talk about so if you could just cool. snag that put that at the start of this conversation i feel like it'll probably make a little bit more sense to a couple of people yeah i think it will too yeah. and it's gonna be funnier when they get to this point Anyway, sorry to derail you entirely. <laughs> For just, nothing. Because Fuck you. the chances of me remembering that 20 seconds from the time I had that thought and realization, slim to none. No, that's totally fair. I thought of it too and then just said, Fuck it. Gonna talk about music because my brain's just the size of a pea. Yep. Uh, but it uh, Guilty Gear is such a cool soundtrack. It's got so many different um, genres and everything's so tightly made and so fucking cool and just makes you feel like the strongest most powerful dude and that you want to speed and it's just so fucking fun like there it's not even my favorite song on the album but find your own way soul bad guys theme song it's so fucking bouncy when you listen to it you're just like yeah yeah i want to drive it's i i leave it in the cd player in the in the car and leah's like, hey, can we listen to fucking anything else, please? And I said, no. <laughs> uh, but finally, now that I'm done talking, uh, so my favorite uh, video game original soundtrack, otherwise known as OST, <laughs> is the Manichemia, uh soundtrack because the what? It is the first soundtrack that that got me into video game soundtracks. Uh, I played that. It's a JRPG where you are this weird dude with a talking cat who uh goes and joins a japanese magical alchemy school and then you just live out your uh undergrad there and shenanigans happens and my favorite memory card on the playstation 2 got corrupted during college which had that on it and i was at the end of the game i was in my i was in my third year which is out of the game there's three years and i said Oh, I'm going to replay this game so I can beat it. It is that good. It is that yeah. good of a game. It's so much fun. Highly recommend it. And the soundtrack is really, really strong. Uh, it has. It really does a good job at evoking this magical, expansive world. So you go into these mountains that are... Like, floating above the clouds mm -hmm. you go into the decrepit underbelly of the school there the are like, caverns there are just you know the school grounds you go to the cafeteria where you can slip 
a popular fat kid a couple of bucks and he s- sends out rumors that can make your party stronger. So it sounds like it sounds like the uh, soundtrack developers had a lot to work with. They did, and they nail it all really, really strongly with the soundtrack. There's a lot of woodwinds and kind of ambient sounds, but like with really grounded, strong drums. Um, and the main opening something, I don't know, uh, song of it is called Run For Your Life, which is just a really fun banger. It's in it's in Japanese, but it's that kind of um, early aughts Rocky J-pop, which I absolutely adore. And I just, I really recommend it. And um, my favorite, one of my favorite songs on it is the hallway sound. It It's just like when you're walking around campus, it's just this kind of like bubbly um beautiful like the joy of youth kind of feel where it's like i the kind of motif is which is really really fun and i like it a lot uh the one trouble with that is it's actually like the school alma mater song so it's got a chorus of students singing the lyrics on the ost and while I would prefer it uh, without vocals, it's still really strong. And I highly recommend listening to the Manichemia soundtrack because it just hits all of the right beats of being a happy undergrad, but also anime magic. That's tight. That sounds like a lot of fun. I feel like, uh, yeah, undergrad magic education, pretty pretty strong premise. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if you're into JRPGs, uh, but I think it would be a lot of fun if you would ever want to play it. And I'd be very curious about which uh, party members you choose, because I have very strong feelings about all of them. Ooh, is that homework? <laughs> no, no, that one, is, that one is, if Connor wants to, if Connor wants to have a fun thing, um, I'm not going to make you do that. You can do the, you can do the music stuff. You can, you can listen to fucking music while you're driving to your job or commuting to your job or walking to your job or whatever. So those you don't have excuses for, but, you know, playing a PlayStation 2 game, I'll let it slide. But I can hook you up if you want it. And your answer was Banjo-Kazooie. And let's roll them dice. And now we are at number 60. No, that's again nine. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm doing so bad. It is 96 this time. We are not 99. We are at 96. I don't know what is... What is freaking happening with these dice? My brain. It is ah baths or showers, Connor. Baths or showers. <laughs> we were just talking about whether this should even be on the podcast. And about now whether, it is. Whether it, it is. even deserves a one percent chance of getting brought up. And then it did. It almost did the first time, and then it actually did the second. My brain wants this question to be talked about so bad. I came up with this yesterday in the shower, and it's just like, you need to talk about this immediately. (laughs) Call Connor now. It's like, no, 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 no. It can go on the podcast. No, no. Get your friend to speak. It's like, what is is going on with my brain lately? What has COVID done to me? (laughs) Uh, yeah, I don't, there, there's something about this that, that spoke to me and I thought, you know, maybe, maybe there's, maybe there's something to be had in this, this deceptively simple, uh, binary question. I'm wondering if this is going to be like the new cake or pie controversy where people take it really seriously and, uh, like is hot dog, is a hot dog a sandwich? 
like that, except uh, not a valid conversation starter for how we taxonomize and classify and categorize. But we're uh, going to show you that it is actually viable. Yes. Here it is. Uh, so, Connor, do the heavy lifting. Please help, 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 help. <laughs> I got to tell you, man, I feel like baths are just making soup out of yourself. It's not okay. really getting yourself clean. I, when when I when I have the rare occasion to use a bath as a tall okay. gentleman, I usually don't find a bath that can fit me. Okay. But when I do... It feels like, ah, this is nice once every three years. But okay. when I take a hot shower, I feel like maybe life is okay. Like this is one of really? perhaps, yeah, showers are fantastic. They, okay. it's, it's one of those things where uh, I, think, I think it's one of the most underappreciated miracles of the modern age that we can tell a robot to shoot hot water all over us for like up to half an hour a day if you have a decent water heater. Okay. And it's just so pleasant and so nice and you can make it exactly as hot or as cold as you want it to go. Okay. And I cannot condone baths existing in a world where I cannot get a good hot shower. Okay. I'm saddened to hear how weak and spoiled you are. <laughs> what do because, you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, there's a place where I can get a... I can't get a nice hot shower, Connor. Oh. I oh, have shitty plumbing here. Oh, I, bar dude. I barely get a shower stream. So maybe, maybe... A nice hot shower isn't the real ticket. <laughs> Maybe the answer is baths. And All right. The okay. Well, that's... I, no, don't no, no, Before you fucking go on, okay, okay. the part that I have the real problem with is how narrow-minded you are. Okay. Because right. you fell into the trap that I expected of, no offense to <laughs> listeners, most people. Okay. All right. Yep. I'm, I'm sorry. I've activated your trap are, card. You're not a narrow thinker, I thought. I mean, I knew you were <laughs> stupid, but I didn't think you were narrow. But I didn't ask about cleanliness i didn't ask about whether you like to stand or sit down i asked baths or showers and i think the answer is baths because i don't want to shower my potatoes in gravy i want to bathe them in gravy i want to bathe myself in the glory of two podcast listeners <laughs> i want to oh, okay oh a little sun shower oh that's pretty all right but i can go be bathed in sunlight like there okay. is so much more to it. And when it comes down to cleaning yourself, I'm actually a bath man. Um, and it's not because we have really shitty showers here, which didn't work for the first like month that we lived at this apartment. Hooray. Uh, it was Why so bad, is it that if it's um, not because of your sour grapes, if I can't have showers, nobody can. So I don't know if this is just because I have depression, but I lie down in every shower that I take. I don't just, I mean, not, I am hyperbolizing for effect. I do, you know, shower like a human man every <laughs> now and then. From time to time. When you forget who you are. Yeah, or, or when it's, or when it's, oh shit, I've got to go podcast with Connor in four minutes. Better actually wash my body. Uh, but there's something that I always found satisfying about the feeling of the hot water hitting me. Hmm. when lying down in the shower and just like 
being peaceful in that heat. And then what I realized is it's not it's not solely the water, it's the warmth. I really enjoy the the mother nature's hug that I receive when taking a bath. I I find it incredibly relaxing. It's a time for me to like a shower is work as far as as far as bathing rituals go when i'm showering it's you know i gotta do my hair i gotta do my conditioner i gotta scrub all, all, you gotta all my, wash all my ins and outs yeah it's a lot Whereas, like unlike when you take a bath when you don't actually wind up washing yourself no, oh but that it's, how dare you <laughs> for in a bath i do the same thing where i take care of all of that and then instead of just standing in the water thinking about questions for a podcast i unwind now that my work is done, I can enjoy the fruits of my labor and relax in this bath. I can have bubbles. I can have Epsom salts that help me sleep. I can read a book. I can watch a little video. I can have an ice cream. Like there's so many pleasurable add-ons to a bath. And I also think that the verb like to bathe something is better than showering something. Like I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'd rather have things bathed than showered upon. I, you know, I, first off, uh, I'm glad that you get to enjoy your shower your way. That's a private personal time, and I will not shame you for sitting down in the shower. Th- that it, The shower is a Burger King guarantee, have it your way. Okay, I'm, s- I'm s- just waiting for that butt to drop. <laughs> uh, I, I, but you're wrong, both... <laughs> both in a literal sense of showering and bathing and in the metaphysical sense because hmm. bathing something doesn't come up that often i okay. know uh, i will give you forest bathing i've heard what quite the a few hell times is that that's, that sounds that's, like hippie shit it's it's some real hippie dippy shit it is it's just a fancy term for like you feel better when you're in nature forest bathing which I really like the concept of. I think that okay. it's it, it's an interesting question about whether like we're getting more in touch with our natural habitat or whatever. But uh, what I like about it is that idea that like you're just walking through a whole environmental bath. Okay, I'll give you that. And that's 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 a point in your favor, my friend. But sunbathing. Sunbathing. I, I don't want to encourage people to get cancer, I guess. That's I guess that's where I'm coming from on that one. Oh, the good the good thing good thing that you've got SPF 50 there, bud. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the first thing I do when I go out when I get ready for a bathing experience is covering myself up from the dangers inherent to it. Nothing like a bath where you need a protective shield to keep you from getting cancer. Oh, sorry, Connor. What's what's that shade you're throwing my way? I can't hear you because I'm asleep for the first time in my fucking life on the beach sand in the sun, bathing in what the beauty that God has created me. You know, I like. Also, what are you wearing? What are you wearing at, at the beach? You're swimming. Your favorite place. Going to swim with the mocha girl. Are you in a showering suit? Huh? Huh? You want to show me your showering suit there, Connor? Wait, are you telling me if I choose showering over bathing, there aren't any more bathing suits? We'll just, I don't know. We'll have to go with swim I, trunks. What, a, what am I hearing? <sighs> Rebrand swim Damn trunks. Damn it. All right. You know what? That was clever enough that I got to give you the pass. I'm pissed, but I got to pass it. <laughs> uh, 
I would rather shower the people I love with love, Evan. Oh, you can do that by bathing them in gifts. You don't bathe people in gifts. What are you talking about? You shower them with gifts, you buffoon. Genuinely? You utter lunatic. Oh, yes. no. I, I've had that wrong this entire time. You shower, <laughs> you shower oh, no. people oh, no, with I'm gifts. Oh, no, I'm stupid. <laughs> oh, no. That's the problem with being a big, dumb idiot, um, which uh. I, I, I say because I personally experience it, is that every now and then you turn over a rock, and there it is, another piece of your big, dumb idiocy. <laughs> Oh man, I, I, I this the story I think it's way too funny not to share. So, so so one of the things Leah likes to keep making fun of me about is one day we were driving in the car and we were talking about um dry lips and chapstick mm. and she's like, "Yeah, you know, I just need to hydrate my lips with some chapstick." And I said, "What are you talking about?" And she goes, "Hey, Evan, where do you think the chapstick that you put on your lips go?" And I said, away and she goes no you idiot it gets absorbed by your fucking skin i don't know if that's true yeah no that, i don't that, know no. man. connor that's a true story i would I not think, lie to you no that is I, real that I'm is sure. a real thing that happened to me why do you think why are you thinking that i'm lying to you no i'm sure listen man you, you no one would come up with that story as a cool podcast story in a lie no, that, it's a very could, embarrassing story that I think is very funny. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna flip the idiot script on you. I don't think that's correct. How dare you call my girlfriend an idiot? Oh, shut I'm your not, fucking mouth! How I, dare you? Nay, sir, I am not calling your girlfriend an <laughs> idiot. I, I say thee nay. I'm calling you a reverse idiot because you're actually not an idiot. A cool only, guy. You're actually, actually deep down. Let's just peel back one layer of idiot. There's that cool guy. There's that cool guy I care about. There he is. Love you too, bud. <laughs> That's why we do this podcast, because we actually like each other sometimes. <laughs> Man, I don't think that your lips will absorb chapstick. Whether they uh, hydrate your lips, but they're like, chapstick is made out of, like, wax. That can't get through your skins. Oh. Time Magazine says you're right. Hey, Time Magazine. Well, hello. <laughs> Consult me on your next piece, why don't you? Hey, Time Magazine. Maybe I need to tell my partner that I'm not a dummy. <laughs> uh, cool. No. So, hang on a second. Cool. Oh, God. I used to be smart once, and I heard something about skin lotion and how it works, and how none of it gets actually into your skin. Oh. What is it? This is a riveting uh, podcast. Oh, God. I'm leaving all of this failure in. I think... Oh, bathe man. in it. All Be right. bathed in the sound of your failure, Connor. Let me shower you with knowledge, Evan. Damn it! <laughs> and knowledge that probably isn't true. Please look this up. <laughs> Anybody, don't absorb this as real information without verifying it. We have but not fact-checked. Be better than us. I'm pretty sure that the way that most moisturizers work is not by putting any moisture into your skin. It just mm -hmm. serves as a, like, a layer on top of your skin that prevents moisture from escaping. 
that's what Time Magazine said about Chapstick. I'm so I'm so smart, man. I'm so good at remembering stuff. Oh, man. It's almost like you have letters at the end of your name dictating that you have more brain power than meets the eye. Oh, any any idiot with a masochistic streak can get a doctorate. It's not that big a deal. Man, I sure fucking ain't ever getting one. <laughs> Fuck that shit. What's wrong with people? Holy heck. We good to move on? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, I didn't know if you wanted to just take more digs at me that we're just going to bounce off. Uh, nope, nope, nope. As long as we can both implicitly agree that shower's better than bath. Uh, we can't, and that's 96 <laughs> again. Um, I don't know what the hell is wrong with these, this dice. Okay. That's, cool. that's That wasn't supposed to happen until, like, our 50th episode or something. You'd Weren't we going to save you... the statistical unlikelihood for a special day? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, just dice man oh fuck okay cool 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 and his name is what is your heel wrestling persona Ooh, oh this is such a good question all right oh i hope i didn't spike the sound there but i'm so i'm so jazzed with this one oh gosh I'm, hang on hang on hang on hang on hang on i need to i need to pause this because i want to see if leah wants to get in on this because hers is so funny to me okay okay we might have a surprise guest <laughs> I desperately I hope that you can hear this. I will just, I will regale Connor. <laughs> cool. Love you guys. Bye. Sorry, Diego. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. Your microphone picked up a good majority of that. That's going to make like, really, it's almost as though you actually left the room you were in and went to, to go ask your girlfriend a question. Great yeah, right. Foley work. Excellent just, touch. Just pretending to hang my head out the door, really excited about an answer that I really like that my partner gave when I asked her this question as a test run. Uh, but yeah, what's your wrestling heel persona? Do you want me to go first? I have I have one. It's not very good, must. but it's locked I think you and have to go first. I don't right, think cool. you can hold it in any longer. Yeah. So I'll get I'll get mine first. Uh, no, I'll get Leah's out of the way because hers is so good. We're just going to pale ourselves in comparison. <laughs> So Leah's answer is the Bostonian. And it's just a guy from Boston. (laughs) (laughs) Just unnecessarily antagonistic. Got a fucking Dunkin' coffee in the fucking... It's an iced coffee in the fucking styrofoam cup. That's really good. Just just too cool to be there. Just like, what, what the hell am I doing here? Has... Has both a socks hat on and a Pats jersey. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just all, just always pissed off about about everything. And so that's that's perfect because you know whoever is going to be the heel, not actually from Boston, which everybody in Boston will know, and they'll yep. know it's a Boston stereotype, and they will hate the Bostonian even more than the rest of the world. Especially because of how accurate it's going to be. <laughs> Just like, cause I just, cause it, in my head, whenever they get really worked up, they just turn the pats hat or the the socks hat backwards, and 
the the angrier they get, the the heavier the Boston accent gets. So it gets to the point where they're yes. slurring the fucking shits so close together that it it sounds like another language. <laughs> you can't understand any of the mic work. Every dig is about how their cousin from Southie is stronger than them. It's so it's so fucking strong. It's That's such great. a good answer. And thank you, Leah, for being our spiritual guest on this episode. So my answer is going to be uh, is the I think I think I need to call him. In fact, he I don't think he has a name because he spent so long studying the blade. He forgot his name. (laughs) So while you poor just shambling husks of men with your glistening muscles and your overstrengthened bodies while you were wrestling while you were doing mic work while you were talking to your promoters i studied the blade <laughs> and i will show you the strength of my glorious nippon steel oh wait what's that my blade is not allowed in the ring oh no well, so. every every victory or loss comes with a reminder that it would have been a totally different fight if if Ex- they had been in a sword fight. Exactly. I always have the out and it's just like, you know, I would have beaten I would have beaten you if if we fought online. 1v1 v- me cod, bro. <laughs> just I want to take every stereotype of, you know, from our younger days of like early aughts internet that yep. like mall ninja character like the fucking matrix like duster leather trench coat Mm -hmm. just like i I love the idea of him walking down the the catwalk i I, do do wrestlers call it the catwalk they do i don't actually know definitely don't i don't know what they call it but i'm there's way too much carny terminology in wrestling for them to call it a catwalk but walking down that thing to some fucking Hatsune Miku. <laughs> just I, so good. I, just being such a big, big pain, just like really pronouncing everything so awkwardly in Japanese. It just like <laughs> I would especially and you know the the coolest part would be uh like a a turn in a fight would be your opponent not like tapping out but calling in the expert that they yep. had in mind and they just walk around the ring and go to inspect your sword that you left with your coach oh. with your promoter oh, no. and just talk trash about oh. how this is mall steel and how like the edge is barely even sharp and like this could cut one watermelon once if you saw oh. at it and how that would just crush your soul but what you don't know about me is that the more you beat me down, the stronger I become. <laughs> like Goku, my hero. <laughs> Excellent. That's really good. I like that. Yeah, so so uh my my nameless studied the blade man would be my wrestling heel persona. I think I think he'd be a lot of fun, and I think he'd be really easy to get angry at. Like, oh uh, man, I the few people it's like they're they're holding fuck off signs but in leet speak. That way mm. I could read it. <laughs> excellent yeah so uh what what's what's your uh what's your job or character who are you going who are you going up as uh so this is going to be my my heel character 
is going to really effectively recycle old content. Uh, okay. My persona is the wannabe. Okay. Um, like Spice Girls? Are you, are you going to be five different characters in one? Just just a dissociative ad- identity disorder character? That is a great idea, but but no. No, not what I'm going with. The wannabe tries out a different wrestling persona every match. Oh my god, that's so good. How? But how do... What's... Hang on. But sorry, before... I have questions, but yes. but go on first. I, I need to trust the process. I'm sorry. I'm too excited about this. Getting yeah. super jazzed. And so, and and I've already I've already figured out um, evolution two of the wannabe. But up front, Please. it's just a wrestler <coughs> who does not know himself or who he is supposed to be, okay. desperately trying to copy all other wrestlers and like r- not showing any hesitation to going straight for your macho man Randy Savage. Like right up there with the Hulk store, Hulk store mm-hmm. going with like John Cena, you can't see me stuff yep. like right up front, just aping everything really poorly that okay. ever succeeded before the wannabe entered the ring. Okay. So, so the heel, the heel aspect of it is that he's kind of besmirching all of these beloved figures. Exactly. Yeah. It cool. should, like it should be a cringy performance. Like you don't okay. have the charisma to pull off uh the like the hulk you just right, can't right do you do you smell what i'm cooking that's not how it that's not how it was said yeah uh and okay. just acting the whole time like everything they're doing is really selling and none of it is i love the idea of your ray mysterio cover is just like you forget to make eye holes for your luchador mask <laughs> so it's just a blind fight for you yeah yeah, the, yeah. there will be some real disadvantages depending on costume each week, which will make for a lot of variety in how yep. the wannabe gets utterly destroyed. Oh, that's very fun. I like I like that. I like I like the mockery. I also kind of like the idea of of these of the of the faces uh, kind of reclaiming the honor of the beloved wrestling characters, like by doing like John Cena's five knuckle shuffle or. Um, I don't know any other wrestling things. I don't. All I know is from Super Eye Patch Wolf. Help. <laughs> yeah, I. I also. I've never watched wrestling, but I am fascinated by wrestling culture. I which am is as where well. I'm coming from on this. Uh, Maybe we'll have to just like take some time and just watch. I mean, that time we watched the Lucha Libre at that Taco Festival was a good time. That was a good time. So, I yeah, wish I remembered I it. It sounds like a good time. I don't remember okay. that at all. Oh shit! Were you? Oh no! It might have been with Connor, not you. Might have been the other one. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh, I no. thought you were there. No, I don't no. think so, man. Fuck! I've definitely been trying to get people to go to wrestling things with me. So now that you're in the Pacific Northwest again, do you want to go see wrestling things with yes, me? Yes, dude, absolutely. Fuck yeah! Oh, dude. So this is this is actually timely and topical. Um, I didn't buy it because I'm like I I have too many shirts, and then I bought this one. Uh, but I need to stop buying shirts. But there is a. Um, Pacific Northwest uh, wrestling community, and there it was a tank of top. Of course, there is. Of course, there with is. with Sasquatch flying off, flying off the ropes to do like a fucking body slam. Awesome. And I thought about it. I thought yes. about it for a while, but maybe if they're local to either of us, we'd go catch a catch a match or something. I think that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. For sure. Uh, but the question that I have about the wannabe is because you're putting on so many faces, what is the through line that keeps you consistent? So 
people recognize you because you definitely need to have that kind that you know as far as storytelling part of it like people mm. need to be able to latch onto something about you like are you always in like i don't know a red unitard uh depending on whatever you're you're dressed uh. as or do you have the wannabe always taped on your back in in um, athletic tape if you're shirtless or it's like stitched into it if you've got a uh, a one not not onesie but like a uniform on? What's what what has the kind of consistency so people know? Yeah, I think I think the red unitard is probably correct. Uh, like a really really non. I, I, I guess I can't make the wannabes notable traits something really non-remarkable yeah but like something consistent will be a unitard that is always underneath the like poser outfit that he's in and it okay. is almost always revealed by the end of the match uh, that's because the good. other wrestler is like you're not andre the giant dude you can't yep. wear that you don't right. deserve this and so like i will ritualistically take your very cool shades away from you you don't get to walk around in the duster uh you will be reduced to just the wannabe oh that's very fun and i love that like my guy is definitely a a, definitely a one-off tried season that vince mcmahon was like yeah let's get him in here but yours i think has potential to actually grow into a face character which is kind of cool well here's the thing is that uh I, here, here's evolution. Here's 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 next yeah. level wannabe. Please is, regale me. I'm I'm all about the wannabe. I'd fucking fucking wannabes unite. <laughs> I think I think eventually going from being the wannabe into being the schmessler, as in uh, wrestler schmessler. Uh, and instead you're such of a loser, <laughs> what is this of, fucking grandfather joke that you're pulling over here, man? What the fuck? Uh, instead of instead of emulating old successful wrestlers from history, uh, they'll just do their opponent's shtick, except sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a dick. <laughs> it's it's that. Emotional damage. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so like, as long as they have somebody with a strong personality to play off of, they just ridicule them the whole time. Oh man, I love but, it. But eventually, You're such a jerk. eventually, that can be parlayed into a wrestler who has a good sense of humor, who can like take the ridicule and have a lot of good out of the ring conversations of like you know what you, you really got me there actually kind of yep. takes the the schmessler under their ring under their wing and like develops an actual wrestling persona okay what that would be that would require me to actually be able to come up with something that would make a successful wrestler and i don't know what that is oh Instead, heavens no no. That's why this question. This that's why this question was heels. Heels are easy, baby. They're heels fun. Are, you only you only need a, a heel. You only need for like three or four rounds. Yeah, I mean, and again, this is not disparaging any professional heels who are like really good at their craft. I'm talking. We're talking shitty heels here. Oh yeah, no, like it, it's. I think it's incredibly difficult to be a highly successful heel, but it's easy to be a shitty one-off heel. Yes, and that that is all we are aspiring to be. Or uh, rather, I disagree, easy, easy to come up with an idea for a lousy yeah, heel. At least for a, a podcast with your your buddy. <laughs> uh, but I think I, I actually disagree. I think the I think the schmesh. 
Can you say that word? Because I can't, please. Schmessler. That one is an unnecessary step. I think that the wannabe actually has enough grit to become something because it is a character that is shamed and beaten down every single fight that he has. Yeah, and told and you're not good keeps, enough. And then he keeps coming back and trying again. And right. I think that is a part that like people will latch on to. And I think turning it to, yeah, no, I'm Cody Rhodes. Blah. I think that will actually sully any any curried favor with the fans that the wannabe may have had. I, I think right the wannabe can be jettisoned into something because I think there is a strength to that heel of just the tenacity of this character. That's that's a good point. Yeah, that, you might be right. So, those are my thoughts. Uh, question number four. Man, this this podcast has been flying by. All right. Okay. This these these dice are loaded because this is the fourth six in a row that we've received. You sure the zero just isn't really non-distinct? Do you think maybe maybe they, there's a an, a printing error? No, no. It's it. It's a it's a six. It's just a flat singular six with the line on the butt. That's a six. All right. Yep. It's sitting on right. its little table, like all sixes do. Oh man. Yeah. Number thirty six. Connor, hmm. if you were cursed to live out the rest of your life as an animal, what would be the cruelest and most ironic choice? Gosh, there are so many animals you would hate to be, aren't there? Yeah. Yeah. I think you came up with this question, too. I know. It's hyper-specific in a way that you make that I don't. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I like threading a, a teeny tiny needle. Yep. Hey, it, it leads for a really interesting conversation. Uh, I have one if you want me to hop in. Yeah, go or ahead. You... I, I did come up with this question, but I did not come up with an answer for it yet. So I think, I think the cruelest and most ironic choice is a person. I think it's to curse me as I am right now. <laughs> Are you Just, saying you're already living the cruelest and most ironic life you could? No, no. But it, it's there is there is some sense of relief to be back in the food chain of oh i don't need to have anxiety or worry about paying for bills and depression and my own mortality it's just hey i need to eat fuck and avoid that thing <laughs> and there there is a kind of simplicity to it and i think in irony is just you know the the witch cursing me and then just being yeah you already fucking suck dude i don't need to do shit to you you know uh, all right listen but, i hear you I think I think that's the funny part, but I think the actual part is cursing me. So it's my it's my life, but even worse somehow. So it's just I don't know. Maybe maybe it's me, but I see you know all babies as muffins. <laughs> so I just have that's this really incredibly specific, fucked up, skewed version. I think there's a Dimitri Martin joke about it. <laughs> I think that's why it lives in the back of my brain. Like all good Dimitri Martin bits. So I, I, 
I think I think it would definitely be cruel to just turn you into yourself as a fuck you and just make it worse and I don't know is it You've already, you're, it's already as bad as it could get bro sorry my curse is my curse I couldn't come up with something that's worse than your current life I feel and I feel like that does a lot more psychological damage than turning you into an animal where it's just like haha you're a frog now or like haha you're you're uh I don't know uh tardigrade it just hey you're already fucked kid well, it's, just, it's just going through my life of like what's going to happen to me what like just doubting every desire I have every action just like is this what sends me into abject poverty is this what makes me kill the president's daughter and then just be like the number one criminal in the world like it's amazing how often you spend time with presidential daughters it, it happens so often I don't Connor, know how I'm your fucking life... cursed a witch cursed me like <laughs> a, a witch could, cursed you with the ability to go bad you, you, to accidentally kill the daughter of a president yeah who knows I don't uh, and be, now it's, it's eating be. me alive well I'll tell you here's the thing though all right listen I I I hear what you're saying about life being a lot simpler and if that were true you would spend a lot more time camping than you do, which, as far as I'm aware, is pretty much never. I would say zero. Yeah. When you're an animal, short of a handful of domestic pets, you're camping every day of your life, my man. Yeah, but it's instinct at that point. I no longer have, like, the brain to be like, I have worries. Oh, no, are my my auto payments going to go through? Or is PayPal going to poop? poop the bed okay all right well on the on the downside if you break your leg you die that's also true that fucking sucks yeah uh so there is that and parasites like you just gotta you just gotta live through those my dude i mean capitalists exist (laughs) i guess i guess there is capitalism you don't really need to worry about it for most animals uh we're we're coming at this from a slightly different perspective because I was thinking that I would be totally yeah. conscious all the time that I was the oh. animal and bound to my animal instincts at the same time because oh, that ooh. feels like punishment. Yeah, no, no, that's tough. No, I was th- I was thinking it would be kind of like release from from this higher plane of thinking and that the cr- the cruel cruelness is just like, hey, you've already got anxiety, bro. Here's worse. <laughs> oh, I had something and then I forgot. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. No, that's. That's my life. Uh, pause for edit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'll actually, I'll actually cut out the ones where we're not funny. You mean it? And you do that no. for me? Fuck no! I'm, I'm leaving all this shit in. <laughs> Fuck you! What do I owe you? Jack shit. I don't know, man. Like part of podcast partnership. Uh, why did I hand over the power so readily? You were yeah, like, no. yeah, I guess I'll do all the work on the editing stuff. And I was yeah, like, no, you ah, have, cool. You have, you have says in the fucking, fucking logos and shit. And you're choosing stuff that I wouldn't choose first. So it's like, hey, I got to take mine where I can get them. Okay, perfect. Good vamping. All right. Nice. Mission accomplished. I remember. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a spiked laugh. Oh, shit. That's going to sound so bad. Spike is bad. Or is it? Or is or will it will it blow your eardrums out just right? Or will I delete this <laughs> because hmm. I have power over me? <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry. Go on. Uh, so Evan, I don't know if you know this about me. Um, I like birds. I hate bird pets. Okay, okay and sure. And I have a weirdly my opinion is strangely strong for never having owned a bird pet or spent sure. any amount of time near a bird pet. 
I think birds at, at Petco are cute and fun to be like, ah, hey, little fucker. I hate them. I hate them a lot. And so that's that's what makes my life really cruel and ironic. But even more deeply ironic and cruel mm-hmm. is making me a parrot because they live forever. Uh, two, because they're yep. the most annoying as far as I can tell because they got big, sharp talons and yep. and beak and... They learn things. They learn to say things that are funny four times, and then they're annoying for the rest of your life. And they also are assholes because they will kind of like imprint on one person, and it's just like, "Hey, I love you and fuck everyone else." And you're like, "Well, shit, I'm gonna die now." So here's my kids, and you're like, "Well, fuck you. You're not your dad." It's obsessive love. The like the lifestyle. If you, yeah. if that's what you want, if you want a serial killer to live inside of your home who loves you, buy a parrot. Yeah. No, Leah was telling me that if you want to get a, a, I don't know if it's a tropical bird in general or a parrot specifically, you need to have like, what's your will plan for this bird? Because it will outlive you, which is crazy. Yeah. So I'd, I'd grab a parrot because it would be a long, painful, torturous life of me hurting people, which I don't like doing, contrary mm-hmm. to popular belief. I mean, and the whole time wanting yes. to explain to people that I'm a person, but knowing full well that on the off chance that one of the dozen annoying phrases and words that I pick up are going to be able to communicate that, people yes. thinking for the rest of my existence that it's a funny, ironic joke. Uh. That's really good. That's very strong. Because when a parrot says, help, someone turned me into a parrot, everybody says, that's a funny thing to teach a parrot to say. Yeah. And what's worse is is it's going to be, oh, yeah, no, his old owner must have taught him that. Yeah. <sighs> Man, now, getting... I'm, now I'm upset about being a parrot. I don't even have to do it. But that just sounds so terrible. <laughs> Maybe I should the, pity bird pets more than I hate them. Are we are we growing? Is this is this a growth moment in our podcast? Are, no, fuck have bird we, have pets. We, have we, <laughs> let them free. Just let them out of your window, and they will leave. Never mind. Remove yourself from society. Take your bird pet. <laughs> live out the rest of your tortured cell-like existence with your bird pet. Treat it very very well, and then if you're still alive go back to the rest of the world because only then will you have deserved it. Cool. Who hurt you as a child? Nobody. I don't know why I hate bird pets so much. They've never hurt me. I just hate the concept so much. Yeah, no, I, I like Leah and I have a bird feeder that I think is funny that we leave it on the ground. Uh, but we leave it on the ground outside on our porch and birds come and eat it. And we get to hang out and watch the birds and see new birds. Like, I, I don't know, an old couple, but they're not our pets. That's fine. But That's great. Cool, but it's cool to watch them. I love that. And also, the Jays are just such angry fuck off <laughs> birds because it's great. I'm just, you know, quietly typing, doing my worky work and getting the money. And then out of nowhere, I'll just hear, ah! Ah! and that still spiked the fucking thing. And I might delete that because... It's just it's just this horrendous, angry, vile, I want to fuck you up noise. And she's like, but you're so pretty, though. 
Come on, Evan. Give us a second take. I want it. I want it. Come on. It's okay. got to be in the podcast. Ah. <laughs> Poor Leah. <laughs> she lives with this. Yeah, weren't you just saying how you didn't want her to have to open the door and groggily tell you to shut the fuck up? Yeah, but we knew this was... I said we knew this would be happening anyway, so here All we right. are. All right. I hope I hope the compressor, when I, when I slap that plug in on this, makes it not shit. <laughs> Uh, I think part of the reason I hate the idea of bird pets is that it seems more cruel to keep a bird in your house than a mammal. I feel like mammals will cuddle up to you eventually, but birds are just such a symbol of freedom that it's uh, cruel to define them by staying in one place. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's the only noble part of me that hates the concept of bird pets, so let's just pretend that's the only part of me. Yeah, let's uh let's end it here before your true colors show. Yeah, yeah. But that's another that's another one. Thank you very much for listening. If you would like to help us boys out, uh, feel free to leave a review, say nice things, uh, pass around to your friends, family, enemies, strangers, coworkers, love interests, serial uh, serial stalkers. I don't know, whatever you're feeling. Um, yeah, just that'd be dope. Um. If you've got any questions for the odd God and his human host, uh, you can send emails to lemonanswers at gmail.com. Once again, Connor, that is lemonanswers at gmail.com. I was paying attention this time. Dope. Uh, is email the only way people can get a hold of us, Connor, or are there like <laughs> other options? Evan, in this modern day and age, you have yeah. many options before you. Oh, like doxing myself and giving out my home address so they can write to me with a letter? Should I do that now, in this moment, in the year of our Lord, 2023, on O'Domini? Well, before, if Connor doesn't stop me, here it is. I live <laughs> It's at... technically an option, but not one I encourage you to take. <laughs> okay, then what, what can we do, Connor? <laughs> oh, oh, listen, there's no shortage there. You got, you got, you got... The P.O. Box, we don't have one of those, but if we did, that would be an option. Cool. Uh, aside from that, you, not Twitter. That's also not an option. Oh, uh, yeah, carrier no, pigeons, a little hard to uh, but, source. But that's that's kind of that's kind of like a bird pet, and as we've talked about, that, that's kind of a no-no. So well, pass you know, on the pigeons. Carrier pigeons are an exception to my bird pet because they come and go and they get fed. Uh, and they, 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 never mind, uh, where you can reach out to us. Your principles sound weak, but I'll allow it. Carry on. Well, it's, well, I said carry on. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, we will have a Facebook at this point. Instagram, cool. also a possibility. Yes. Uh, on top of that, a whole bevy of options. Tumblr. That's the cool. third one that I'm supposed to remember. Yeah, and and the last one is oh the the, the kid one the TikTok w- where all the kids hang out the TikTok oh, yeah um, where, where all, all of the cool our, kids live all of our platforms are the answer is a lemon. Connor? Yes. Yep. What was it? The answer is a lemon. Cool. So find us at those places if you want. Tell us your own answers. Like genuinely, very curious. Would love to know what y'all think and. I don't know if you ever start a conversation in real life with this. Tell us how it goes. Hope yeah. it was well. Cause back, back me up on this whole shower thing because Evan needs to learn. I will never stop taking baths. I have unlocked a part of myself that loves baths and I'm fucking relishing in it. Hey, Connor. Hey, Connor. <laughs> how do you heal in Mother 3? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs>
What is does does Lucas take a shower? No, he doesn't. What what does he do to get all of his uh physical, emotional, and psychic energies back? I would suggest a difference between bathing and soaking in a hot water spring, uh, mostly because it supports my argument. Mm. Speaking of quick principles, I know a lot. Of, I know a lot of those locations are indoors with uh, working plumbing. Mm. I don't know. Uh, you know what? We don't. We don't have enough podcasts left to get into this again. We don't. I will. I will die here. <laughs> uh. All right. All right, man. Love you. Bye. Love you, bye.